I was lucky enough to work at Walmart for four years. These are a few experiences I've had just from those few years. I started working there in the evenings, usually noon to 9pm, or as late as 3pm to midnight. The first one I recall was closer to when I started, which is why it was so memorable. I was a cashier, and eventually also worked in customer service, so I was all over the front end. It was my first job, so I took it seriously, and I was proud of it too. I did a great job, at least according to my reviews. I was polite, friendly, and fast at ringing people up. I got a few people that I would call my regulars, some of them that price matched if that tells you how long ago this was, and extreme couponing. Some of them were definitely unbearable, the ones that are unorganized and nitpicky on the order you ring everything up and bag them, but... I dealt with each one as best I could. One lady, though, made it to where I cringed any time someone pulled out their binder of coupons afterwards. She came in probably every two weeks with a small child in the basket part of the cart, not in the front where you would normally see a kid. He was holding an old tablet that it was not in good condition. The screen was spider webbing in one corner. It looked like the plastic frame was splitting apart too, but... He was still watching or playing something on it, with the volume on full blast, too. He hardly looked up from it. His legs were pulled up towards him, probably because he didn't have room, as this did not stop his mom from filling the cart up with the items. Not just dry food, but raw meats and produce, too. The lady was always very organized as she laid her items on the belt, she made sure to tell people behind her she was going to be a while, and they usually just left my lane. If you reached over to grab a different item, she would flip. She would yell slightly to say, stop, or don't, or give you some kind of lecture about doing items in order, but without ever making eye contact with you. She would keep looking down at the floor or her purse or something. So I learned, and I kept everything in order and bagged as she requested. I never really had any more of an issue other than that, so my coworker teased that I was her favorite. However, that would soon change. She came in as normal, the kid is covered in food, playing on his tablet, mom is organizing the items on the belt, I picked up two packs of cookies and the coupon on it that was a buy one get one, when I noticed the coupon had expired by three days. When I looked up, I told the woman I wouldn't be able to accept it since it expired, and she yelled, What? and immediately snatched it from my hand. She looked at it, told me I was wrong, and to try it again. I again apologized, and told her there was nothing to try as it was expired, so we couldn't accept it. She began arguing about what day it was, telling me that my register obviously had the wrong date. I again had to explain that wasn't possible, and even showed her the date on my phone to prove it. From there, she lost it. She started screaming about how I was incompetent and a liar, and that Walmart's brainwashing had finally gotten to me. At this point, I called for a manager. 
I'd only been there for around six months, but this was the most confrontation I had come across, and I didn't know how to handle it. Thankfully, the manager's podium was within my view, so they could see the look on my face and started coming over quickly. When they arrived, she immediately directed her anger to the manager, saying I was refusing to take her coupon. I tried explaining the situation to the manager when this lady pulled a steak knife from her purse. My manager immediately called security on the walkies and tried calming her down. She was pointing it at us, screaming that we were just trying to ruin her and cause her to lose her kid. This whole time, I kid you not, this kid has not looked up once. He continued to play on his tablet. He was not phased at all, which, sadly, made me feel like he was used to this from her. At this point, the whole store seemed quiet, but her screaming and my manager trying to calm her down. There were people all around recording and taking pictures, which only seemed to make her angrier. After what felt like forever, she tried to run towards my manager with the knife raised. When another customer saw this, and bravely tackled her to the ground. The knife slid away from her, and my manager put his shoe on it to hold it there. Thankfully, two cops walked in as this was occurring and quickly took over. This whole time, again, the kid has not looked up. The cop actually had to come up and grab the kid out of the cart before he even looked up. The mom was already outside, but I would expect a kid like him to be crying or scared but he didn't even ask for his mom. It was actually sad. I don't know what happened to her son, but I think CPS showed up to take the kid. These next two are from my late night shifts. Maybe not necessarily dangerous people, but definitely ones that I wouldn't approach on my own. This first one is the lady my coworkers nicknamed Gucci Grandma. We called her that, because she always came in around midnight with the flashiest clothes on. Typically, it was a really tight pencil skirt, heels or knee-high boots, and some kind of shirt, and she had to have a dozen of those fuzzy half-jackets. At this point, I swear, I've seen one in each color, some with different patterns or sequins, and she had those giant sunglasses on. As I mentioned, it was midnight, her hair was also a sight. It was shorter and gray, but it was usually pulled up in a tall bun, think beehive style. Then she always had bright red lipstick and very pink cheeks, like way too much blush. Then in the rare occasion she takes off her sunglasses, she also has eyeshadow on to the extreme. So while her look is pretty out there, that's not the weirdest part. She always comes in with what looks like one of those cheap children's toy strollers with something wrapped in blankets sitting in it. We couldn't tell if it was a real child at first until one of my friends in the fitting room area saw her swiftly shushing something and grabbing it. When she lifted it up, it turned out to be a baby doll. But the baby doll was creepy as hell. It looked really old, like it was covered in dirt or soot, its hair was a mess and tangled and it was definitely not making any noises, but she kept swinging it and shushing it like it was alive. 
My friend tried not to make eye contact, and just kept working on her stuff when she walked up to her, and apologized for all the noise, saying, She gets cranky around this time. My friend said she didn't know what to do but smile and say it's okay. We saw her many times after this shopping, browsing aisles, talking to the doll, and even taking pictures with it. It became a normal thing, as weird as it looked, but the last time we could account for her, she came in looking rough. Her hair was a mess, it wasn't in her normal bun but was frizzy and standing up like she stuck a fork in a socket. Her jacket was really dirty, her shirt was stained, her skirt was torn on the side and she was barefoot. She still had her glasses on, but her lipstick was almost gone. All this, but she still pushed her stroller with the baby doll. We just stared for a while when I decided to ask if she was okay. We may have teased in the past, but I actually felt bad at this point. When I approached her to ask, she shushed me, patted me on the head, and whispered that everything would be alright. She left after buying a package of band-aids, and we never saw her again. I don't know whatever happened to her, but I do kind of miss seeing her, and I hope nothing bad happened. This last one was more odd than anything. We were just starting to switch over to the night shifts, so around 10, and we had a ton of people in checkout all at once, so I was asked to stay a bit longer to help bring it down. I didn't pay much attention to the actual people in line because I was just ready to go, but noticed the customer stopped talking to me as well. I soon learned why as a cart pulled up and slammed down two huge boxes of diapers. It made me jump, and I looked to see who the jerk was when I saw some middle-aged balding guy in a trench coat putting stuff on the belt, with a full-grown woman sitting in the cart. Not only was she sitting there, but she had her hair and two side pigtails. She was wearing an adult diaper with a weird tutu-style skirt and a sports bra. Not only this but she also had a pacifier in her mouth. I didn't know what to say, or how to react, so I just kept ringing up their items. Diapers, baby bottles, wipes, teething rings, and a camera. Those I remembered specifically. The woman just stared at me with empty eyes, and when he noticed me staring at her, he said something like, Isn't she precious? And rubbed her cheek. She didn't budge, didn't flinch, didn't smile, etc. I just continued with the purchase and gave him his receipt. As they strolled away, she smiled at me and he didn't even look back. That was creepy as hell, but thankfully, I never saw them again. So the wonderful Walmart was my first real job. I started working there shortly after graduating high school and continued to for a little over three years. I was younger, as mentioned, right out of high school, so maybe a little naive and didn't run into many serious conflicts, so I didn't know how to react to some situations. But I quickly learned. 
Walmart makes you grow up pretty fast as an employee. I'm sure others will relate to that. I bring this up because of these two memorable experiences that I encountered during my time working there. The first one was about a year into my working there. A young child around a year old in a neighboring city had gone missing. There was a lot of speculation about the whole situation, from the mother being suspicious and even cadaver dogs alerting authorities to specific spots in their home, but sadly, they never found anything on their property or any evidence to make any arrest at that time. This case was always fresh in my mind as I worked the early shift, and I heard about it on the news every morning before I left for work. I was a cashier, and also worked at the customer service desk on occasions. I'd see a lot of people coming in with their kids, and most of the younger ones that are in the cart like to watch the big carousel as it spins. Sometimes they talk to me, and their parents always smile and try to be a part of the conversations as well. Especially with smaller babies that can't talk, but they can smile and laugh. So, it makes for a good time. On one occasion, though, I had an older lady come in with a small infant. The woman looked old enough to be the grandparents to this child. Now, of course, this wasn't an unusual situation, but something just felt off. When she first pulled into my checkout lane... She was focused on this child, smiling. I greeted her, and she started putting stuff on the belt. She bought a lot of clothes, a baby mattress, diapers, formula, and toys. I thought it was a bit odd for the amount. Now, I've seen grandparents, friends, aunts, etc. bring in a small child and buy them an outfit or a toy or something, but never a full wardrobe. So... Maybe the parents were a little down on their luck, and she was helping them out. But still, the kid was small, but she definitely looked too old to still be on formula alone. But that was the only type of food she bought. Other than the items she bought, she didn't talk much, and she would not take the child out of her sight. After sitting every item down, she would look up at the baby. Once she pulled the cart up to the carousel... I looked over at her to see if maybe the kid looked upset or was being playful or something, but she just looked around and looked at me. You know that look infants get when they're confused or scared, right before they burst out crying? That's what she looked like. She looked like she didn't know what was going on. The woman, now waiting on me to finish ringing everything up, is staring at this child again, rubbing her head, smiling but not saying anything to her. Once I finished ringing everything up, I tried to put the items back into her cart, and she stopped me quickly by saying, It's okay, I got it, don't worry about it. Which was a little weird. Rarely people stop me from loading up their groceries, but I let it go. She gave me a credit card to pay, and at the time... Our machines did ask for ID if they used a credit card and the amount was over a certain amount. When I asked her for her ID, she became flustered and started looking around her purse for it. After a few seconds, she asked to just pay in cash, which she then pulled out a wad of bills. I completed the order, and she started leaving so quick that she almost forgot a bag and her receipt. 
After she left, my line was empty again. It was around 6 or 7 in the morning, so we were really slow at that time. When this happens, I start to straighten out my lane where all the impulse items are, including the magazines. And that is when I looked over at the magazine covers to see the face of the missing baby when I realized why that encounter was so off to me. That baby looked just like the missing one that has been on the news lately. She had the bright green eyes and the light curly hair starting to grow. She was from a city less than 30 minutes from here too. The part that started worrying me more was that this child looked confused. She didn't look like she was particularly happy or comforted by seeing this woman, but she also wasn't crying or screaming. Another thing was that the missing child had a birthmark on the back of her neck. Could that be why this woman didn't want me to go to the back of the cart and see the back of the baby's head? Obviously, this didn't dawn on me at the time, so I didn't even look at her to check. Then there was the fact that she was also worried about showing me her ID and wanted to leave so quickly. Both were very suspicious. Lastly, the items that she bought were just too much to be used as a random gift. Of course, this is all me speculating, but I couldn't shake the feeling that I just let someone go that could have been related to this case. It's been ten years now since that case, and this child still has not been found. I can only hope it was an unfortunate coincidence. Part of me still wonders, what could have happened if I had reported this? The second experience was something that continued throughout the last year that I worked there. I will say that I am a female, 18 to 20 years old at the time, so it was a normal thing to have both men and women call me sweetie, hun, baby, etc. Most of the time it was fine, usually the older people, so no harm done. Every once in a while, I would get an older guy that may call me beautiful, but I moved on. However, this guy was more persistent. The first time he came through my line, he says, Well, good morning, beautiful. I smiled and said good morning back, asking him how he is, and normal small talk stuff. This guy was older, too, like old enough to be my grandfather. I know this not only by the way he looks, but he even makes the comment. He went as far to say something about, you wouldn't want to be with someone like me, not at my age. By the end of his purchase, I hand him his receipt and he holds out his hand to shake mine. Kind of weird, but I held it out. He put his other hand over mine like he was cupping it as he looks at my name badge. He says something about, It's a pleasure to meet you, Marie. See you next time. I again smile and say, same to you, have a good day, and I move on with my day. No more than a few hours later, this guy is back and in my line. He's literally only buying a soda from one of the small cases right up front by the registers. I remembered this because I thought, why go to a Walmart for a single soda when you could have just gone to a gas station or something? When it was his turn, he said, uh, we meet again, and I just smiled and made a comment about miss me that much. 
To my surprise, he said, yes, actually. It was awkward. And he tried to make small talk, but we were busy at that point, so he was trying to stand next to my register and talk while I'm still ringing up other customers. I think he finally took the hint that I couldn't really talk, so he just said, Well, I'll let you get back to work. Good night, Marie. And left. This guy was already making me feel weird when he said my name, but I did my best to ignore it. Sadly, this continued as mentioned for months. He would be there several times a week, and he would always end up in my line, buying random things. He even tried to buy a box of Valentine candy for me afterwards, and as I handed him the bag, he said they were for me, for his Valentine. I, of course, refused them. I told him I couldn't take gifts from customers, and I also was happily taken. This seemed to upset him a bit. He made a comment about how it was rude to not accept a gift in his religion, and that he wanted to speak to my manager to convince them to let me have it. I finally got a manager, and they insisted that I could not take it. He finally accepted that answer, but said he wanted to just return it and get a refund. I remember him throwing a fit because he had to go to customer service instead of going through me to do so, so he just left with it. At that point, I told my manager about this guy and how he made me feel so uncomfortable. They said if it's ever too much to call them over and they will switch me out so I don't have to ring him up. I thought that was fair, and I just left it at that. This night in particular, my fiancé had to take me to work and pick me up because of car issues. As I was leaving the store for the night, my fiancé was actually walking in when I noticed the creepy guy was sitting on a bench by the carts, and of course he noticed me. So as he started getting up, I was close enough that I did a fast walk to my fiancé and hugged him, making it very obvious to this guy. He saw this and just stared at me. So we walked around the store, and I told him about the guy. He agreed that if he was going to start sitting out there, or causing any more problems like that, that he will park and come in to walk me out to the car until we felt it was safe again. Sadly, this guy did not stop. I never saw him waiting around by the doors anymore, but he would continue to show up around the store and would try to get into my lane. He would make it there sometimes, and he was never short on questions to ask me about my personal life, but I never gave him any answers. If anything, they were vague. But still, he did not stop. When they would switch me out, though, he would holler at me as I was walking away from the register, saying things like, Where are you going? I miss you. Are they doing this to us on purpose? Like... We were a thing or something. It was awful, and he started making me dread coming to work. I even felt bad for one cashier as she was swapping out with me, and he was one behind the current customer. He lost it. He started laying into this cashier, calling her so many awful names and slamming the items down on the belt. I went and told the manager before I went and hid for a while, and I think he was told to calm down, 
or he would be asked to leave. They rarely banned or kicked people out. It was always just empty threats. I was so happy when I finally transferred to customer service, as I didn't hardly see him at all after that. I would see him passing by and wave at me, but at that point, I stopped caring, and I wouldn't even acknowledge him. I don't know if I just blinked out that much, or if he moved on to someone else, but thankfully, I didn't see him the last few months that I worked there. It never fails to amaze me how brave some people are in public, especially towards other people, such as myself. I started working at Walmart a few years out of high school, so I was barely 21. I definitely ran into some jerks before, but the creepy old guys were the kicker. What's worse is how they didn't seem to care who else was around to witness this, I started working in the fitting rooms, and we saw plenty of people attempt to do inappropriate things in them. Those are stories for another day. I eventually transferred to customer service, because I was tired of being the one to call maintenance into the fitting rooms. Before Walmart had the specific money service centers, we did all that at customer service. So, money orders, money transfers and even some utility payments. We started getting this one guy that just looked slimy as hell. He always wore jeans and a nasty tank top. His hair was really long and stringy, like he washed it twice a year, but usually pulled it back into a ponytail. He would hit on all the younger girls and treat the older ones like dirt, if he couldn't just avoid them. He started coming up to customer service to be rang up when the lines were too long because he learned we wouldn't turn people down. When it was just me there, he would always be leaning over the counter, smirking, and he would always call me Babe, which alone was creepy and made me feel gross. Unfortunately, he had more reasons to go to customer service because he started doing money transfers too. Those started becoming really suspicious, too, and he could tell that I was on to him. They were always even amounts, always under the amount that we had to report, and he always made it out to people and the names were never the same. I tried to play dumb once, since he had sent well over ten grand within a week, and I acted concerned for him, saying, Do you know the people you're sending money to? and I mentioned how there have been a lot of scammers. He smirked, and he said, Yeah, they're my employees. This is the fastest way I can pay them. I thought, well, not really, but hey, it was none of my business, so I dropped it. However, he continued coming in and continued being a creep, and I was getting fed up with it. I mentioned it to someone else that worked there about how the money transfers were really sus, but she just shrugged it off. The problem with at least the store I worked at was that nobody seemed to care. If it didn't directly affect them, they didn't bother with anything. So I figured out how to file a report myself on the money transfers, and I did. In the meantime, 
he continued to show up there. However, things got worse. We all wore name tags so he could see our first name but not our last. Yet one time, he came in to do another money transfer. He started handing me the paper, he took his sunglasses off, and then said, Let's do this without the small talk today, Ms. Anderson. How the hell did he know my last name? I just stared at him for a second before continuing. It was obvious at this point to him that he was correct. I completed it without another word to him and continued on with my day. I again told my coworker when they came in, and he said he probably just saw it somewhere or overheard someone else say it. I didn't believe this, because I had no reason to use my last name, but could do nothing about it. From then on, he would come in and make more gross comments to me, He'd call me babe, make kissing faces even at me. At one point, I was already having a bad day when I saw him in line, so I called up my manager and told them that they needed to ring him up because I was no longer comfortable doing it. Their idea of doing that was to look over the form, check his ID, and then hand it to me telling me to do it. Furiously, I did so, as he leaned against the counter and chuckled. He then said that I was too smart and too pretty to be working there, and that he could get me a good paying job with my looks. I looked him straight in the eyes and said no thanks, and didn't say another word to him. That night... As I was walking to my car to leave, I noticed an envelope on my windshield. As stupid as it was, I looked around, got in my car, and opened it. It was a card, saying happy birthday with the hotel card in it, with a room number written on it. The card said something like, in case you change your mind. The part that freaked me out the most was that my birthday was the next day. Granted, I had no proof, but I knew it had to be this guy. Not only did he know my full name, but he also knew what I drove and my birthday. I started crying in my car. I lived alone, so I had no one to turn to or talk to about this other than my mom. She suggested that I call the police, but I had no evidence it was even this guy, and besides, he hadn't done anything specifically to me so I knew they wouldn't do much. I did start having this guy that did carts walk me to my car just in case. He was one of the few people there that I liked and believed me. I quit shortly after, and I started working with my mom because I didn't want to see this guy ever again. I hope he got caught, because I never want to see him again, and I hope he didn't put anyone else through this. I got a job at Walmart in 2019, working as a cashier. I was laid off, and I decided to get what I could at the time just to get some extra money, so my husband wasn't the only one working. It was alright for the most part. In 2020, I started helping more at the doors, with counting how many people were coming and going, and to make sure they were wearing their masks. As I said... It was alright for the most part. 
You got an occasional person that would lose their mind when you offered sanitizer, or a mask, but it was tolerable. However, I did see people do some crazy things while just walking around on my lunch or my breaks. At one point, when people started freaking out about the toilet paper issues and thinking we were going to be locked down for months, things started to be too much. The store was a mess, shelves were already empty, and people were losing their minds. There was one night in particular, I remember walking to the back to go on break when I was walking past the toilet paper and paper towel aisles. There was one lady that was crying as she pushed a cart with a single gallon of milk in it, and a kid in the front of it licking the cart handle, touching the shelves, and sticking his hands in his mouth. I overheard a couple debating if they should try using paper towels instead, or go someplace else first. I saw people fighting over sanitizer, and the kid next to them screaming at their parents to stop. These were all upsetting to see, but it didn't stop there. One night, I was talking to my friend that was stocking the shelves after I was off work. They were stocking toilet paper, of all things. There was a guy that came in from the other end of the aisle and slowly made his way towards us as he looked at the shelves. He eventually got right next to my friend, like within arm's length. I motioned with my head to my friend that he was right behind him, so he stood up and asked if there was something he could help with. This guy went off. He started getting angry, claiming we were holding back inventory on purpose to make people like him suffer. My friend and I were equally confused, since he was literally stalking the shelves at that time. He tried calming him down, but the guy must have seen the box cutter sitting on the pallet and he snapped. He stepped backwards and pulled out a switchblade, saying, Let's have a real knife fight. My friend grabbed the box cutter, so this guy didn't try to grab it, and we walked backwards as we tried to calm the guy down. He didn't really pay much attention to me, so I was able to pull out my phone and call 911. Someone else that worked there must have heard what was going on, and they rushed over to help us out. Somehow, we finally got the guy to put the knife away, but the police still came and arrested him. I know 2020 has been one hell of a year, but some people just... snapped. I quit shortly after this because I couldn't risk any more weird occurrences like that. All I can say, though, is be safe out there, watch your surroundings, and be kind to others. Welcome to Walmart. I love you. Anyways, that was a collection of Walmart terror horror stories. Walmart horror stories? Scary Walmart stories is probably the best way to put that. Um, and I hope you enjoyed them. Because if you did, then I did my job. Yes. Anyways, uh, if you did enjoy them, please hit that thumbs up button, the bell icon next to the subscribe button, then also hit the subscribe button. I'm all over the place today. Also, you can follow me on my social media thingies and support over Patreon, Coffee, or channel memberships. All optional. All greatly appreciated. All patrons and members get early access to my content. 
if I get it done on time. This week, I did not get it done on time. I am sorry. Anyways, I hope you all are having a lovely day, and I hope the next time you go to Walmart, you find that your favorite candy is on sale for two for a dollar or something like that. Uh, I just hope that's what happens for you. And I hope you're in a position where you can purchase said candy, and if you can't purchase said candy, I hope that your favorite uh, drink, your favorite soda, or your favorite uh, non-soda drink is, is on sale. Or you find a coupon lying on the floor that's half off exactly what you want. I hope good things happen to you. I hope the people of Walmart don't Walmart too hard for you. What am I saying? Anyways, have a great day. See you on the next video. But until then, my friends, much love and sleep well.